ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning in to another episode i'm your host steven g gaxiola and you are listening to the raider and the saint podcast back what is going on folks we are back once again uh thank all my <laughs> listeners from the world that tune in this is sunday this is episode 178 uh the date is october what is it, the 14th it's 15th okay. all right i think that's better i guess some back feet from all this fucking equipment parked it uh, par- uh plugged in but yeah it's sunday uh no guest today uh been working just back at work once again uh what a, a little over a month now about six weeks back in uh, feel good walking a lot about between eight and ten miles a day uh Feel good, man. Feels good to get the get everything moving. Uh, health is on track. Losing weight, so that's about it. Right here with Eric. What is up, man? What's going on? How was your week? Very productive, if you ask me. <laughs> now that I'm back to driving. Are you driving this week too? 
I haven't even checked the schedule, but I'm pretty sure I might be. Especially, I heard that they're training someone. Yeah, I think I think from what I heard, uh, is that they're they're bringing everyone back now. Everyone's mm-hmm. coming back, so everyone's getting days off and shit, which is mm-hmm. good for me. Mm-hmm. I'm able to go. Uh, that my son's got two more games left, <clears throat> and then so JV's on JV, and he's uh, we had ten. We played against La Habra, dude, on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Ten fucking injuries, dude. Ooh. Ten injuries. And he had to go in. And these guys are big motherfuckers, dude. La Habra, from what I've what I, we know, what mm-hmm. I know is that they do recruiting and they've mm-hmm. been doing recruiting for a long time. Uh but when I when I played um keeps fucking texting me. Uh so when we uh, uh we played against them, they weren't I don't think they were recruiting, but we beat them. Mm-hmm. There was a channel on Orange County Channel. I think it was OCN, Orange County Network. Mm-hmm. I think it was OCN. I'm, I'm pro- I could be wrong. But they would play whatever game of the week was on that channel. Mm-hmm. And we we were – it was uh, Bonaparte against La Habra, and we fucking smoked them, whooped their ass. Dang. Uh, that might have been the last time we beat them. <laughs> it was back 98. No, I think we probably beat them after that. But, yeah, it was a tough game. They ended up putting my son in. Uh, they have – Bunch of running backs. My sons, this is his first year playing running back, and they put him in, and he got to he, he almost scored. He moved the pile there at the goal line, mm-hmm. but but they took out the quarterback, they took out the punter, mm-hmm. just just real nasty hits, dude. Mm. But it's crazy. I don't remember when I played people getting injured like that, getting uh, hurt, uh, concussions. I mean, it's more crazier than than I've ever seen it. Like every play, someone's coming out getting hurt. Same thing with varsity. Everyone's getting hurt. And I was asking one of the uh, guys I used to coach with, uh, Dr. Munoz. Mm-hmm. He uh, he was telling me, he goes, uh, you know, they don't stretch out right. And, you know. Uh, That's one of them. Yeah, they yeah. don't stretch out right. But I never fucking stretched out, bro. I, went and pl- I played basketball every day after school for I don't know how many years, dude. I never got fucking hurt, dude. And I never stretched out properly. You know, I don't even stretch out now. I get to work. I just, I what I do is, uh, I just take it easy. My first couple stops, I, I just take it easy, mm-hmm. loosen up a bit, and then by like about one o'clock is when my legs start fucking. Mm-hmm. Like as you get older, mm-hmm. it takes longer for you to warm up. It definitely does. Now that I'm older, like I can't go to the gym and start throwing up major weight. I gotta mm-hmm. just take it easy, dude. Oh, I can't. Yeah. You're, I'm older, and I've been doing it for a long time. Started weightlifting when I was like twelve years old, dude. And so you can't your body just you only could do so much. I have a buddy of mine that used to be on steroids. Steroids, mm-hmm. uh, you know, HGH, mm-hmm. uh, uh, testosterone. And he and and he had to get off of it because it, it it was fucking up with his heart. He he got an enlarged heart, mm-hmm. uh, you know, diabetes, liver, mm-hmm. liver disease, kidneys, stones, kidneys. So he had to get off of it and he's in his forties too and and he and so when you get off all that, all your endorphins, your mm-hmm. uh, your testosterone, all that is replenished. Mm-hmm. And the doctor told him, he goes, "You you used it all. You used it all up. That's why you feel like shit now because you you whatever your body had to give, it gave it all. Mm-hmm. And now you know. I mean, you can still get on testosterone replacement therapy to help with the energy and stuff. But he, uh, yeah, he felt like shit for a long time, dude. And. Uh, there. There's no going back. You know, you can't go back on the juice, dude, mm-hmm. or that's it. Dunzo. A lot of these bodybuilders are dying dying quick. Dying young too. There's one that died recently. I don't know his name. 
but yeah, going back to uh, high school football, it's uh, I like it, dude. You know, I'm all mm-hmm. in fucking coaching gun ho, and I, mm-hmm. I wish, dude, I wish I had I. I was able to retire early and, and just be a coach. I'd be a fucking high school coach, dude. Mm-hmm. You know, it's real. It's it's competitive and it's 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 different world, and I like it. Right. And it was cool. We were at the game. They got they got waxed, and uh, or Sunny Hills got waxed. Uh, but I think from what I was being told is that there won't be no more leagues. Like we we're from the free freeway league. Mm-hmm. There won't be any more of that. It's going to be based upon rankings and, and points or number system. Mm-hmm. So I think which is better because a school like Sunny Hills is a good football program. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. But when you go against a, a team like La Habra that recruits and, like, all mm-hmm. big dudes, uh, like the quarterback, dude, he had to be, like, 6'5", dude. Mm-hmm. I felt like a midget when they were walking through halftime and I was right there by the snack bar. My mm-hmm. lady was working a snack bar. So we were all in the front, all the you know, parents, the kids. I coach a lot of the kids that, that are on the freshman team, so they're there to support. Mm-hmm. So we're all there just talking, and then uh, they're walking by. I go, damn, these dudes are huge. They were so good, they didn't even mm-hmm. put their starters in at halftime. And then at the fourth quarter, they just let the cl- clock run. They didn't even stop it at all. It just kept running. Mm-hmm. It was done in, like, literally 12-minute quarters. It was done in 12 minutes. But, yeah, they're 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 – the Harbor's a good team. There's a lot of good teams out there. Did you see the modern day game, or did you hear about it? I heard about it. I mean, when uh, me and uh, me and the boys were at Applebee's after watching the Colorado versus Stanford, um, dude, once I looked up modern day versus Bosco, I was like, wait, what? Is this right? Well, Bosco beat them last mm-hmm. year. Bosco won the mm-hmm. uh, championship. They did. The CIF championship. Mm-hmm. They fucking won, dude. They beat them. Uh, and so yeah, that's that's one game I want to take my son. Yeah, the Bosco versus uh, yeah, I've been meaning to try uh, see one of the modern day games too as well. Yeah, I want to take, I want to show him like mm-hmm. this is this is real high school mm-hmm. football. I'm not saying that his school, but it's you can see a big difference. Yeah, like I remember back in high school when I played football back in what well, high school did you play for? Santa Ana Valley. Where's uh, that at? Oh, it's almost Santa Ana re- Valley. Yeah. Valley High School, basically. Uh, what's the the one off of Ed Young's route, or not Ed? Well, all closer to Ed Young's off route. Off of Fairview. No, that's Godinez. That's uh, on Greenville. Okay, that one. Yeah, that one. I thought they moved that school. No, it's still there, huh? That's fucking probably the most ghetto school in Santa Ana. It was until like I guess they start after after I had left. They started to like. What's the high school in New Hope again? New Hope. That's uh, Los Amigos. Oh yeah, that's right, Los Amigos. Los Amigos. And then you got one over there off of Seagerstrom. Over uh, there, Seagerstrom and Bristol around there, or oh, Harbor. Um, no, Seagerstrom and uh, Flower around. Yeah, Flower. Um, no, no, it's Seagerstrom. No, wait. Yeah, Seagerstrom. By it's right. It's off of uh, Donnie Johnson's route in Greenville. Is that the same high school? Is it, there's two high schools then right there. There's there's, there's one. one on MacArthur in between Alton by the train Oh, that's tracks. right. It's MacArthur. My bad. Yeah. There's one on MacArthur. What high school is that? That's Sagerstrom. Okay. Sagerstrom. Oh, that's right. That's Sagerstrom. What are the, and then? But it's on MacArthur. Saddleback. Um, it's on Main and wait, no, not Main. Uh, Flower and Sagerstrom slash Dyer, which will turn to Dyer soon enough. There's a high school right there too. Yeah, Saddleback. 
Where's that? What, what's across streets? It's on uh, Flower. Whose route is that? Is that Forks? Uh, Old Godfathers? No, I really don't pay attention much to routes, but I think if I... It's closer to Sergio Gutierrez's route-ish. Okay. Saddleback. Yeah. I don't, is it is it closer to uh, Sunflower? N- oh, like about two. What's the cross street to you? It's Flower. Okay. And uh, Sagerstrom, which some which it'll turn to Dyer. And there's a high school right there. Yeah. By closer to Main Street. Closer to Main Street. Is that oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's right that is a high school yeah oh that's Saddleback mm-hmm. yeah, yeah 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 I'm never delivered there I always drive bo- drove by it on my Wally run mm. every day I drive by it I totally forgot that is a high school I thought I was like yeah so that's Saddleback okay and then you got Santa Ana High School on uh, Clausen's oh route. yeah yeah oh shit on Clausen's route that's right so let's go let's see how many high schools Santa Ana has so we have Santa ha- Santa Ana High School. Then we'll Valley. start closer from the building, and we'll work our way towards John Wayne Airport. So right. we got Santa Ana. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Santa Ana. Then we got Valley. Valley, that's the one on, on Fairview, right? No, no, no. That's the one on uh, Greenville. Andrew. Like First Street. No, no, no. Is that close by First Street? Almost by right. By right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then the next one is about the one on Fairview. That's Godinas. Godinas. S three. S three. Sagerstrom on MacArthur oh, around in Alton. Saddleback, Maine and uh Alton. And then Los Lobos? No uh or that's Los- that's on San Ana though. Oh that's Fountain Valley? Fountain Valley, but um considered Garden Grove. Oh, oh for yeah, some reason. that makes sense. Oh, that's kind of... And then... And then Century. Century? Where's yeah. that at? On Grand. Grand and Edinger. Oh, yeah, that's right. That there one. is one. So that's six. Yeah. Fuck, that's right. I totally forgot about that one. And then the one that, I mean, not really considered in our district, it's Modern Day. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's so all that's, I was getting to. Then we a, got Modern Day. It's crazy how it's right there in the fucking ghetto, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not that ghetto. I no. mean, Santa Ana isn't that bad. I heard LA's even worse. is bad. Mm-hmm. Santa Ana isn't, you know, I don't know. It's, uh, but yeah, they fucking got their ass waxed, dude. What was yeah. it, like 28 to 0 or something like that? 21 to 0, I think. Uh, I think it was 28. Look it up oh, on your phone. Oh, let me see. It's sitting on your lap, dude. It's on airplane like, mode. <laughs> Hold on. You should be, well, you should be able to connect to the Wi-Fi extender, and you could you could connect Wi-Fi and keep it on airplane mode at the same time. Modern day. Oh yeah, it's twenty-eight to. Told yeah, 20. you. Yeah. yeah. Hey, they're good schools, man. Yeah. And then Modern Day plays right there downtown at the Santa at Ana the Stadium. Santa Bowl. We we call it the Bowl, back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. The bowl, smoke a bowl, bowl. smoke a fat bowl. 
Sunday morning. It feels be- good back here, man. I'm, it's uh, supposed yes. to be fucking hot this week, dude. It's supposed to be like 90-something degrees. Probably later on, more than likely. Yeah, the thing about it, this time of year, it, it gets kind of warm. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a different type compared to a summer heat, mm-hmm. and it and it dies down really quick, and it cools down, so that's a good thing. But that's that's uh, you know that's California for you. Yeah. You know we really I don't think we really get a good fall. I remember my lady was telling me that last year at this time we were wearing uh, beanies and 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 sweaters to go into my son's games. But going back to my son's games, uh. He might be starting against uh, my old school, Buena Park, this coming week because they got so many injuries, mm-hmm. and they don't have a JV. They have a frosh soft team, so it's just going to be freshmen and sophomores. So he might get he might get the nod. So kind of excited for that. But yeah, a couple more weeks of high school ball, and then yeah, what's up with USC? Did you watch the game? No, I didn't. I didn't catch a USC. Well, before we even get to that, what about Colorado? Ooh, Colorado. Colorado got waxed, dude. The first half they had it, but then it wasn't until Stanford came in, came back. They uh, got into two two OTs. It wasn't until they kind of pulled a Seattle Seahawks move where they could have at least done a field goal, but they went for a pass. Mm-hmm. Got caught, got intercepted. Mm-hmm. Same like, you know, when you should have ran the one-yard line. I mean, that's really the obvious thing. You should just run, but instead they threw the ball and got intercepted. I was like, Yeah, they're just over. Right. What do they call him? Oh, shit. Coach Prime. Yeah, they called him. They call him the inter the the internet, internet football team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I, I like what he's doing. I yeah. like what he's doing. He's getting the attention he needs. He's mm-hmm. bringing in views. But yeah, I can't believe they gave they gave up that many fucking points, dude. Right. And he had Travis Hunter back, who's a stud. Mm-hmm. That dude's a beast. But yeah, USC got their ass waxed by Notre Dame. You know, there goes the hype. I can't believe uh, Khalib Williams, the quarterback for USC, mm-hmm. threw three picks, dude. Three picks in the first half. I don't know. They must have had a good secondary. But I've always – USC has always had a, sh- a shitty defense. It's not really that great. Not shitty. Okay, I'll take that back. But more – from what I heard, they they run a, a, an NFL-type basic mm-hmm. pro package. I think they, that's what they call it, a pro package. Mm-hmm. It's just to help develop the player so that they get ready for the NFL. Mm-hmm. So a lot of their positions, they're weak in a lot of their positions, and so that's why they, they a lot of teams, they're always giving up points. I could be wrong, but from what I've heard, because we do turn out a lot of a lot of pros in the NFL, mm-hmm. uh, but we basically uh, we develop a lot of players, and that's what I did when I coached. I, I ran a basic cover, too, when I coached, mm-hmm. and – of course, I would love to do all kinds of stunts and, and uh, different type, you know, run half half the field, run to cover to the other half, run man and stuff like that. And, but uh, I didn't want to confuse the kids. I said, you know, I'll wait until next, you know, when they get into high school ball and all that. Mm-hmm. So at Santa Ana, do you know when you played, did you play against all just Santa Ana schools in your league? 
Like, your what league were you in? We were the Orange League. And who'd you guys play against? So we had Century, we had Anaheim, Magnolia, Savannah, and Catella. Well, my freshman and sophomore year, we had Western. But like after my sophomore year, my junior and senior year, uh, Western got replaced by Catella. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So from then on, I've seen Catella was had one state, one CIF as well. I guess from what I've heard too, um, I guess since COVID, ever since COVID uh, was over or something like that, mm. they have Western back again mm-hmm. in their league. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. On uh, Friday, and coming to find out that uh, they play them on Friday, they got their asses handed. Your old school? My old school got their asses well, handed. What year did you graduate? 2012. Damn. Dude. Yeah. 2012. Yeah, I graduated in 98, bro. Yeah. Shit. I'm a fucking old man over here. <clears throat> old man. But yeah, it's it's football season's good. I mean, when mm-hmm. I started this podcast, I I used to gamble all the time, bro. I used to gamble on football mm-hmm. all the time. I, that was you know fantasy football, and slowly but sure. But when I started the show, mm-hmm. I says, I, you know, my podcasts were on Sunday mornings at the studio, right? Just because that no one's there, mm-hmm. and if they are, they're sleeping because fr- Friday night, Saturday nights, everyone's rocking out in the studios, banging their music. Live bands are practicing, or people are, are at the studio drinking, partying, playing loud music, and it wasn't a legit recording studio where everything's silenced in your room and and uh, you can't hear anything. It was more they call them common spaces, mm. and so it's it's just dry wall. So if someone's playing something next door, uh, you you'll hear it here at the on the on the, on the podcast when recording mm-hmm. so i had that a, a bunch of handful of times when i did it so that's why i would do it sunday morning so i had to give up fantasy football gambling uh because i was uh, you know my podcast came first i really liked podcasting it was something mm-hmm. i wanted to do and so i i wanted to focus on that but now that i'm i know what i'm doing i can add more stuff to my to my resume and like now i got time to uh, watch football get back it so now i'm back in i got two fantasy leagues i'm in i was in one last year a couple years i just stood stuck with it It was like 20 dollar buy-in just you know something to do still in that one and it got invited with the one with uh, some fellas from the local local Mm -hmm. or or local 952 Mm -hmm. and get my ass waxed on that i did pretty good the first couple weeks and then uh i have jefferson he's out he got injured uh so uh we'll see and then now i'm starting to watch football again and make put some bets in i can't watch football without having a bet on Mm. i can't there's got to be something there's got to be something to get my heart my little my the old ticker Uh uh-huh people might say and the old corazon you know i Got to get it beaten. Try to get it beaten a little bit more, you know, to get it bumped. Cause I won't. I can't. I mean, I was about to start gambling at, at the high school games. So hey, who's 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 got the bet? Ten under. Ten under. <laughs> ten over. <laughs> Total score. You know, I know there's. I know there's. Uh, 
There is gambling with high school football. Now, within the, t- the teams that, you mm-hmm. know, my son plays for, or mm-hmm. they play against, I don't know if there is. Pretty sure there is. But that's one thing you got to go, you know, you got to talk to more people, ask mm-hmm. around, hey, dude, is anybody taking bets? I guarantee you there's someone out there that's a bookie that's taking bets for high school ball or someone that's willing to bet. You know, give me the over-under. What are you going to take? What's the spread? Come on, La Harbor's fucking favorite. Favorite, give me, give me 50 points, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. Yeah, I know there is, dude. Uh, yeah, I remember, too, when I used to work at the store, um, Mike, mm-hmm. he he got me into those uh, weekly picks. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, the weekly picks at work are badass, dude. That <laughs> shit's were... up to almost like a 1000 bucks now. Yes. I haven't played in the last two weeks. I keep forgetting, dude. I, like, I, I keep forgetting. Like I, I've done it last second, and then give uh, give Oscar the money. Go here, mm-hmm. ten bucks. You know, ten bucks to win. You know, nine hundred bucks. Like, mm-hmm. why not? Yeah. And I just, I'm like, no, dude. I gotta take this home. I gotta really look at it. Mm-hmm. I gotta look at the defense, the offense, mm-hmm. the offensive coordinators. Do they have relations to the teams they're playing against? You know, because then that's that's when you really get good. Mm-hmm. Is when you know who's who's the offensive coordinators for every team, the defensive coordinators. Do they have relations? Oh yeah, this guy, he's offensive coordinator. He used to be to work with the defensive coordinator, and they always, you know, the defense coordinator always got him during practice. And you, you got to go that deep. And then on top of that, you don't forget to look at the weather. Mm-hmm. Is it raining? All oh, the quarterback doesn't like the mud. You know, or all oh, the quarterback loves the mud. His his mother was a mudder, you know. They played in the mud, so you got a mud bowl. Yeah, uh, the snow. Oh, he doesn't play good in snow. Like, uh, like Derek Carr. Who was it? Like Drew Brees didn't play mm-hmm. good against Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Whenever they went down to Tampa Bay when he played for the Saints, they never played. They always got their ass waxed, dude. Drew Brees always played good in the dome, and so we we you would know those mm-hmm. things. Oh, he doesn't play good out on the grass. He likes the turf, and mm-hmm. and so you look at all those things, but. I never really got into which you should if you want to win a lot of money. Start looking at the offense and mm-hmm. defensive coordinators. Look at their history, and and also look at the quarterback's history. Mm-hmm. What is he good at? Does he love man? Yeah, if they're playing man, he's all over them. Do play zone? Oh, he struggles. And does that defense when he's playing against? Do they play zone? Do they play man? Who's the defensive coordinator? You know, and and so as you can see. USC and Notre Dame lost. Mm-hmm. They lost. Got they got waxed, right? Mm-hmm. As Godfather would say, got waxed, dude. Shit. They, it comes down to coaching too. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is coaching. And when you got so many films of you throwing the ball and having your tendencies, mm-hmm. a good defensive coordinator is going to look at that and know your notice your tendencies. Uh, what was it? What what movie was that I was watching? There's a football movie. Which one was it? He was like, if it, if when you're sending the line and and you're sitting there and the and the lineman's getting ready, I think it might have been any given Sunday. One of my favorite movies. And his the he goes when the lineman when the when the lineman's got his hand on the on the ground, if his knuckles turn white. He's 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 rushing. If it's not, he's doing. It was something like that. I was like, "Fuck!" I go. It comes mm-hmm. down to details like that. Mm-hmm. 
And so when you get someone good like that, mm-hmm. you get that stuff of results like Notre Notre Dame did. And Notre Dame is a good team. They always they mm-hmm. always they're always up there, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a rivalry too. Yeah. You see Trojans versus Notre Dame. I have to say, I think I went to one of those. I think I went to a game, a Notre Dame game at USC. Actually, mm-hmm. I think I did. I used to go to tailgate to the games all the time when I was younger in my 20s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we used to tailgate all the time, dude. We are trying to get something together this year for the local. Actually, I got to go home to Manny because there's still games left, right? Because yeah. what was this, their fifth game? Mm-hmm. Sixth game. They were 5-0. and oh. So there's still like four games left. Yeah. Four. They played 10, right? Four games left. Yeah. So maybe. I got to hit him up because he, he was texting me saying he was trying to get tickets. I want to take Isaac. He's never been to a, a, a USC or a college game. Mm-hmm. So I want to take him to, to show him. I might, I might even just do it, just me and him. Yeah. Uh, just go. But, yeah, if you want to be good at gambling, you want to – you want to look into it and everything. You guys just start doing your research, dude. Yeah. yeah, those were the days back. Like, I don't know if it's still around. The uh, pick them and then you win thousand or six hundred. Damn! Like one time I was close to. Are winning. you playing it? No, I haven't. I was wondering who st- who runs Oscar. It. Oh, just Oscar. Yeah, Monday on Mondays or Tuesdays he has the paper. All right, I'll hit him up. <laughs> mhm. Mhm. I'll hit him up. Well, yeah, you're back to driving, so yeah. you're right there. Yeah. What route are you running? Just different routes? Just different routes. Um, Mondays, I've been sitting on Banzette's route for a good while. And then Tuesday and Wednesday, I did. So he's still taking Mondays off? Well, that was his last Monday to take it off. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's getting ready to retire. He's getting ready to retire. I'm going to get I'm going to ask him to come on the show and talk sports. Oh, yeah. Um, What else? And then on Tuesday, I did a split route. I've done uh, two of Cabral's uh, apartment complexes. I want to say Rafa Lopez's um, resi and three apartment complexes, mm-hmm. about. And Alan Lopez's um, his resi mm-hmm. up on uh, Mayberry. Santa Clara. Nah, that's all, all easy it. shit. It's easy stuff. And then the apartments on Bristol, almost by the 22. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the One of the apartments, I struggled because I was, like, wondering, like, where is this, where is this at? And you know what you do? You stop your car, mm-hmm. park somewhere safe, take everything out, mm-hmm. throw it all out. Throw it all the car, mm-hmm. line it all up, one mm-hmm. through whatever. Yeah, I had that too. But then, or you know, or ride it on a, on a on a pe- and take a walk. No, yeah, that's what I did. Yeah, there's no, there's you know, we there's no rush. Right, I don't right. know why everybody's such in a hurry. No, but like, say if I'm I'm looking for, say it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and you're expecting ten, you get seventy one, seventy two, seventy three, seventy four. I'm like, wait, what? It's one of those mind. Mind fucking, um. Well, it's a puzzle. It's yeah. like if it goes there, then it's probably running this way. Mm-hmm. And then you go to the opposite, or think it's the opposite, or maybe not. 
like you think it's the opposite but it's not you're still it, it's kind of weird but yeah it's it's kind of mixed it's in. like the one the one that's kind of confusing too is the one off of pacific and like saint andrews i think right there behind the food for less is the food for less still there yeah yeah it's like that apartment complex right there yeah that one's kind of confusing too yeah that one too i've yeah it's on that's pacific. on uh, jeremy walls right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that one's confusing but it's not that confusing you just mm-hmm. that one yeah, i, I mean, know what I, you're talking about yeah, yeah. there's those well yeah football season man it's here and I think that's why it's hard to get, <coughs> get some interviewers in here too. Everybody wants to watch football and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but it's all good, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we're here. But yeah, one thing I, I wanted to talk about with you folks is uh, what's going on with the Israel conflict. Yeah, people like me who 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 was born a Christian always the end of times always ended up going towards it started in the middle east with israel and you know, israel against the world and uh, you know the the israel is is where jesus is going to come back and reign for a thousand years it's it's uh, written revelations if you want to go read it i'm not gonna do all that but i really wanted to because you you see i've been watching the news closely and seeing what's developing over there, uh, we got a the U.S. of A. is sending. Uh, they just sent an aircraft carrier over there. I think they're sending another one. Actually, I know they're sending another one. And things are starting to escalate over there. Uh, if you're not keeping tabs, I I would because uh, this could be something serious. Ever since COVID. Everything that I've been through, I, I, you can't take anything lightly. I used to take things lightly. No, it's no big deal. It's no big deal, whatever. And then tragedy strikes my family. And so now when people go, oh, nothing's going to happen. It's just a, do- a dog and pony show. Uh, is it? You know, you don't want to uh, be caught off off guard we are what what are we at? how much is it type in how much is the usa in debt i think we're already like in 20 we're what 28 trillion 26 trillion over 31 trillion oh fuck right 31 already 31 trillion and i think last week we were 26 billion in debt now that that's debt for everybody it's debt you know uh, for the united states and everyone's people i know people that are like i owe two hundred thousand dollars in credit card debt you know you, you owe somebody the bank owns somebody everybody owes somebody i don't know who who at the end of the, who gets it all but that can't keep going and people keep going on with their daily lives. Life is merry and posting YouTube videos. Girls on OnlyFans sucking dick. And everyone's just doing their own thing while the world is just deteriorating away. And if we don't wake up, man, I mean, what's happening right now in Israel? 
what's happening in Ukraine, the news, no one's no one's showing it. They should wake people up. If you think that can't happen over here, you're fucking wrong. Now, what will happen to me? Fuck no. I got fucking I got ammo and guns up up the wazoo. I'll go down fighting. But what's happening over there? What's happening in Ukraine to innocent families and children? It's disgusting. It's not the way the world should be should be working, should be run, or however we should be living. You shouldn't be that way. But it is. It's been going on since the beginning of the time, since Cain and Abel. It's it's ugly. It's disgusting. And I don't like it. I don't like violence at all. Uh, I don't like hatred. You know, I just want to relax, have a good time, raise a family, watch my son play football, my, my, my girls grow up, you know, uh, be successful and, and make the world a better place. But we can't. There's evil in this world. And so I wanted to on this show, I wanted to be able to explain to you. I was thinking all week, like, how do I explain it to you guys? Do I sit down? Do I write everything and read it to you? Uh, but there's been a, through the years of me listening to the podcast and doing my research. I think the best thing I can do for you guys so we can hear what's going on the right way. You know, the news is going to give you one side. Social media is going to give you another side. There's one person that I really I was like thinking, I'm like, do I know a Jew? And I, and I probably do. I don't have time to go through my phone and, and rejog my memory. I says, who can I put on so you guys can get what's going on so that we could pray and, and to keep Israel and uh, everybody over there in the Middle East uh, on your guys' mind and, and just pray and hope, you know, that things turn out right. But thousands of people have already died. Uh, one guy I li I've listened to for a very long time. Uh, I, I respect the guy. Uh, you know, his, his views and my views might not always be uh, exact. You know, he, he's a practicing Jew. Uh, but he does he does speak. He's well-educated and he does speak his mind. Uh, not his mind, but, well, he's, he's grown up and... and, and lived there and, and researched so i want to be able to i, I want to give you guys the, the, the right information because social media the news they're gonna try to make you lean the wrong the wrong way and so uh, this is something i'm gonna play some stuff from ben shapiro and we're gonna all listen together and you guys take it however you want you know let me see what i can get um, okay, let's, let's, hear, let's hear him for a bit. The things that we've been seeing on our screens from Hamas are atrocities, obviously. But the media have said that these atrocities, they're really missing context. The context they are providing, well, that context is a bunch of lies. There are four myths generally propagated by the left around the history of Israel and the Palestinians. These myths matter because they lead people into a peculiar moral relativism whereby attempted murder or successful murder of Jews is excused, and meanwhile, the evil human rights violations of the Palestinians are minimized. Myth number one, Israel is historically Muslim territory. This is a pure and absolute lie. Israel is historically Jewish territory. 
According to the Bible and certain interpretations of contemporaneous archaeology, Joshua entered the land of Israel in 1400 BC. The Kingdom of David was founded around 1000 BC. The first Temple of Solomon was built in approximately 957 BC. The second temple was built in approximately 515 BC. The Hasmonean Dynasty was founded in 166 BC. Jerusalem was destroyed in 70 BC, and the Jews exiled from Israel in 136 CE after the defeat of the Bar Kokhba Revolt. The Romans, in an attempt to shame the Jews, renamed the area Palestine as an insult after the Jews' historic enemy, the Philistines. Even during the exile, there was continuous Jewish presence in the land. Islam, which is the religion of the Palestinian Arabs, was not even founded until the 7th century CE or AD. No independent Arab state has ever existed in the area known as Palestine. Myth number two, Israel is the cause of the failure of land partition in the Middle East. This is, again, a pure lie. In 1917, the British promised the Jews the entire area of Palestine, at the time, Israel and Transjordan, which is today's Jordan. In 1920, the Arabs began pogroms, a mass murder of Jews, in Jerusalem as a sign of anger at the British mandate in Palestine. In 1922, the British government, in response, announced in a white paper that the Transjordan area, 70% of Palestine, would be sliced off and made an Arab state. That would become Jordan. In 1937, the Peel Commission recommended a rump state for the Jews, in which the British would retain control over Jaffa and Jerusalem, the Arabs would get the entire Negev and nearly the entirety of Judea and Samaria, and the Jews would get a tiny swath of territory along the coast, including Tel Aviv and Haifa. In 1939, the British, in response again to Arab pressure, restricted Jewish immigration to Palestine just as the Nazis began World War II and just before the Holocaust. Nonetheless, the Jews sided with the Brits, the Arabs sided with Hitler. In 1948, the British mandate ended and Israel declared its independence. David Ben-Gurion read the proclamation of independence to 13 other members of the Israel Provisional National Council. He talks Council. really fucking fast. Israel had taken its place among the nations of the world. In 1964, with the Arabs still in full control of the Gaza Strip and West Bank, the Palestine Liberation Organization was founded, calling for the destruction of Israel. Here is a contemporaneous British report on the first chairman of the Palestine Liberation Organization. One of the most extreme anti-Israeli politicians in the Arab world, Ahmed El Shukeri, the leader of the Palestine Liberation Organization. As the spokesman for one million Palestine refugees, he's fanned the flames of hatred for Israel with unflagging energy. In 1967, the Arab League announced the three no's. No peace, no recognition, no negotiations. With all of Israel's enemies mobilizing against it, Israel launched a preemptive strike on the Egyptian Air Force, inaugurating the 1967 Six-Day War. This ended with Israel gaining miraculously the Sinai Desert, the Golan Heights, the Gaza Strip, Judea and Samaria, now known as the West Bank, as well as the entirety of Jerusalem. In 1973, the Arabs launched all-out war again, this time on Yom Kippur. Israel survived and gained territory. In 1979, Israel gave the Sinai back to Egypt in return for peace. In 1993, Israel agreed to the Oslo Accords, which promised a step-by-step -step process to establish a Palestinian state. In 1998, Israel conceded yet more territory to the Palestinian Authority under the prime ministership of Benjamin Netanyahu. In 2000, Israeli Prime Minister Ehud Barak offered Yasser Arafat, the terrorist leader of the Palestinian Authority, 91% control over the West Bank in contiguous territory and an Israeli security presence along 15% of the border with Jordan. Arafat walked away from the table and began the Second Intifada, a massive terror wave that ended with the death of thousands of Jews. In 2005, Israel unilaterally withdrew from the Gaza Strip. Hamas immediately took it over and began using it as a base for terrorist activity. That continues until this day. 
In 2008, Israeli Prime Minister Ehud Olmert offered even more than Barak in terms of territory, with some land swaps to maintain Jewish-populated areas in exchange for some Israeli territory. Olmert even offered to relinquish Israeli sovereignty at the Temple Mount, the holiest site in Judaism, as well as the entire old city of Jerusalem to a five-member non-sovereign international trusteeship comprising Israel, the PA, Jordan, the US, and Saudi Arabia. PA head Mahmoud Abbas walked away without a counteroffer. Myth number three, Israel expelled all Palestinian Arabs from British Mandate Palestine. This is, again, a lie. Israel's founding documents asked Arabs to stay. Israel's Declaration of Independence in the middle of an ongoing war with Arab nations reads, quote, we appeal in the very midst of the onslaught launched against us now for months to the Arab inhabitants of the state of Israel to preserve peace and participate in the upbuilding of the state on the basis of full and equal citizenship and due representation in all its provisional and permanent institutions. Debate has raged for decades over how many Arabs left the nascent state of Israel thanks to expulsion and how many left because they were told to leave by their own leaders. An estimated 250,000 to 300,000 refugees left before their homes were even in a war zone. We didn't compel them to leave. They left on their own will, or rather on the will of the Arab leaders, who advised them even before trouble started. The collapse of Arab society during the 1947-48 war, leaving many Arabs without a means of support, has been well documented. Israel will do everything in its power to help the resettlement of these refugees by paying compensation and by other means. Hundreds of thousands of these refugees ended up in the West Bank and Gaza, which remained Arab territory until 1967. Furthermore, Arab nations refused to take in hundreds of thousands of Arabs, turning their co-religionists into refugees who have maintained that status for literally decades, a situation unparalleled in human history. Fully 62% of such refugees live outside the West Bank and Gaza Strip, according to the UNRWA. Meanwhile, Israel, tiny Israel, took in over 800,000 Jews expelled from Arab land between 1948 and 1951 and never asked for land to be returned to those Jews. Myth number four, Israel is an apartheid state. Israel is most certainly not an apartheid state. Arab citizens of Israel have the same rights as Jewish citizens. 20% of all citizens of Israel are Arab. The vast majority of Palestinians live under Palestinian rule in the West Bank. All Arabs in the Gaza Strip lived under Hamas rule. Israel's population, again, is 20% Arab. Arab parties have sat in the Israeli government, and Arab sits on Israel's Supreme Court. There are zero Jews living under Palestinian rule. The only apartheid state is any state of Palestine. All of these myths have consequences. All of these lies have consequences. They lead to a pseudo-sophisticated context that allows for the murder of Jews. It allows people in the West to believe that the grievances that are openly articulated by the Palestinian Authority, Islamic Jihad, and Hamas are actually about territory. Hamas openly calls for the murder of every Jew in the region. The Palestinian Authority gives actual bounties to the families of terrorists. Islamic Jihad has the same exact goals as Hamas. When evil people say they want to wipe Jews off the face of the earth, we ought to listen, not make up silly excuses as to why they don't actually mean what they say. The consequences of buying your own lies, not even their lies, your own lies, is dead Jews. The world has witnessed the heinous attack by Hamas terrorists against innocent Israeli citizens. This massive and devastating attack killed over a thousand Israeli men, women, children, babies. Thousands more were injured, kidnapped, held hostage. This sworn enemy of Israel will stop at nothing to slaughter every single Jew and claim Israel as their own. But there is a beacon of hope amidst the chaos. The International Fellowship of Christians and Jews is on the ground right now providing critical essentials like food, medicine, and other emergency supplies for vulnerable Jews who need immediate help. But the need is massive and urgent. This great organization needs your help right now to donate. Wow, so that's that was like a brief 
eight-minute clip of the history of what's going on in the Middle East. What do you think? Crazy. And then it's hella fucked up, too. Yeah, a lot of people are dying, man. A lot of people are dying and <clears throat> misinformation's out there and... You know, it's uh, it's not cool what's going on. I want to listen a little bit more of what he's got to say. Let's hear, let's hear a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you two stories. The first story is from my days at UCLA when I was an undergrad student. So you're going back 20 years now. The Muslim Student Association, an organization that has routinely supported Hamas and Hezbollah ideologically and otherwise, put out a student newspaper at the time called Al Talib. That student newspaper joked in the run-up to 9-11 about renaming the newspaper Al-Taliban and making Osama bin Laden editor-in-chief. They also, again, in rhetoric, supported Hamas, Hezbollah. They, they didn't make any bones about any of this. When I sought to write about this stuff as an undergrad for the UCLA Daily Bruin, which was the campus newspaper, I was told such columns would not be run. Those were the only columns I ever wrote for the UCLA Daily Bruin, and this is back in like 2000, 2001, that the Daily Bruin ever refused outright to run. Story number two is about a decade ago. My wife and I visited London. It happened to be Boxing Day. I don't know anything about Boxing Day, but it turns out that everything in London was basically closed. Everything except for Madame Tussauds Wax Museum. Well, we had nothing better to do, so my wife and I went there. And inside the wax museum, there were the usual bevy of famous figures. In the final room, there was a wax of Albert Einstein. So we took some funny photos, and then we turned around. And what we saw was three young Muslims, two women and a man. They were also taking pictures with the Einstein wax. They were strangling the Einstein wax. Well, it occurred to me that perhaps that might have something to do with the fact that Einstein was pretty obviously Jewish. But I brushed it off because I'm a good Westerner. You know, maybe these guys just hated the general theory of relativity or something. Well, at the time, the museum also concluded with a wax of Adolf Hitler. Now, this wasn't a wax that my wife and I particularly wanted a photo with, but it turns out that these young Muslims did. This time, they got really buddy-buddy with the wax. They put their arms around Hitler. They posed smilingly with Hitler. Multiculturalism is a failure. It has always been a failure. Multiculturalism, the suggestion that all cultures are at root the same in quality and beauty and truth, it is a lie. That lie is dangerous. That lie leads to moral blindness. As we've been discussing the last few days, it leads to atrocities, murdered babies, raped women, kidnappings, beheadings. It leads to death. It leads to carnage. But multiculturalism doesn't just excuse evil abroad. It brings it home. Multiculturalism suggests that we in the West, in the United States, the UK, France, Germany, and the rest of the Western world, we have to open our borders. After all, if we don't, we're racists. If you believe that all cultures are morally equivalent, that all cultures are equally meritorious, the only reason then to deny somebody entry is race, and that makes you a racist. There's a reason that multicultural advocates are open borders advocates. It's because their logic demands it. What difference would it make to you if migrants are arriving from the Gaza Strip or from Taiwan underneath All cultures are the same. Well, that is ridiculous. And we all know it's ridiculous. We've all been afraid to say it for decades, even in countries where the leadership has recognized the failures of multiculturalism, broadly speaking. That same leadership has been totally unable to speak the truth about migration. And when they do, they are chastised by the media. This is why the media has pretended away disproportionate criminal activity from Middle Eastern and African migrants to Europe. To recognize the truth would be awkward. It might seem racist because we're not allowed to point out that it's not about race, It's about culture, and not all cultures are the same. We're seeing this shyness today across the world and the effects of it as fundamentalist Muslims rally in favor of Hamas. 
a terror group that just slaughtered 1,300 Jews in Western countries. They are joined by useful idiots on the radical left who believe in a coalition of the dispossessed that can help tear down the institutions of the West. Hence all the talk recently by left-wingers about mass murder of Jews as just, you know, decolonization. Man, he's really good, dude. Ben Shapiro is really fucking good. He he really tells it how it is. We can't... Because I, I also think, like, hey, we should all get to get... Work together. It, it, it We're one big melting pot, and we, we can't. Some people have their beliefs. We, other people have their beliefs, and... They're not willing to like I grew up Christian, right? I couldn't hang out with people unless they were, were Christian, believed in uh, were saved and spoke in tongues, filled with the Holy Spirit, all 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 the things that come along as being a Christian. Same thing with, with Muslims. They they have their beliefs and if you don't believe that, then you're the you're you know, you're not one of them or whatever. So it's hard to get everyone together and live together without you know having some type of conflict and that's what's going on over there and over here we're like if you look at like london like london right now they're having a bunch of protests uh, a lot a lot of the the palestinians are out there or hamas or whoever you want to call them they, it could be rebel rousers whatever you want to do call them and when you don't want to open your borders. Keep your borders closed. Like he said, they call you racist. They call you this and that. So you want to cater towards everybody. But, man, we're not... I don't think as a human race we're really there yet to to be able to do something like that. It's, sometimes you got to just be like, nah, you stay over there. We'll help you out. We'll bring you whatever you guys need. Get your your cultivation, your land, your economy growing. Uh, but bringing them in into here, like, they, like they're doing this off of the border, just opening up the gates and they're flooding in. How many of them are terrorists and hate America? How many of them uh, are rapists and murderers? You know, like I said earlier, what do you think is or can happen? here that hasn't already happened over there that's going on right now let's listen a little bit more question are these people we actually want in our country it's a serious question these are not people who are protesting for a palestinian state or even protesting israeli policies these are people who are protesting in favor of a terrorist government that just committed the worst atrocities against jews since the holocaust and there are thousands of such protesters in the west because multiculturalism is a failure we can pretend it's not but it is and what we're watching right now, breaking out from London to New York, from our campuses to the streets of Paris, is a breakdown in the social fabric of the West. It's a breakdown brought about by a failure of confidence in our own values and unwillingness to declare the superiority of those values. Now, we're feeling that in my community directly today. That is because Hamas has now called for a global day of rage in the middle of a war that they initiated because they decided to slaughter civilians in their beds. Instead of directing all of their resources toward helping Gazan civilians, which is, you know, what a normal government might do, they've decided that doesn't matter at all. Instead, what they are doing is they are calling for a worldwide day of jihad. That is for today. They're referring to the day as the Al-Aqsa Flood, according to Breitbart, the Middle East Mem Media Research Institute memory, which has been doing amazing work for years, largely ignored. You've seen them on this show, but 
A lot of other shows haven't played their stuff. All they do, literally all they do all day long is they watch Hamas TV and they watch Palestinian Arab TV and they watch Al Jazeera in Arabic and then they translate that stuff and they put it online. Memory reported Hamas is saying, quote, we declare next Friday, the Friday of the Al-Aqsa flood as a day of general mobilization in our Arab and Islamic world and among the free people of the world. It is a day to rally, support, offer aid and participate actively. It is a day to expose the crimes of the occupation, isolate it and foil all of its aggressive schemes. It is a day for sacrifice, heroism and dedication and to earn the honor of defending the first Qibla of Muslims, the third holiest mosque and the ascension of the trusted messenger. We call upon the free people of the world to mobilize in solidarity with our Palestinian people and in support of their just cause and legitimate rights to freedom, independence, return, and self-determination. They've called more specifically for protests. They have suggested that Palestinians rise up within Judea and Samaria in the so-called West Bank. They've called on Arab citizens of Israel to attack the state. They've called on Arabs in the surrounding countries to attack the borders of Israel. And these protests that they're calling for across the globe they aren't just protests. They've called for action, right? Part of a global day of jihad. Well, this has resulted in law enforcement having to step up patrols on Jewish houses of worship and businesses. According to NBC News, local and federal law enforcement agencies across the United States are stepping up their patrols of Jewish houses of worship, Jewish-owned businesses, Israeli diplomatic buildings. I can tell you that the amount of worry in the Jewish community in the United States is extremely high. A lot of people keeping their kids home from school today because they're worried about the global day of jihad. And those worries are not empty. We've seen mass protests in a huge number of cities. Right here where I live in South Florida, there have been a bunch of protests. A lot of these protests have devolved into some level of chaos if any counter-protesters show up. The, um, the attempt to go international with this sort of stuff is a new thing. Usually when they call for a day of rage, it's usually something that happens specifically in the Middle East. Now they're attempting to broaden all of this out. How seriously is NYPD taking this? Well, apparently the NYPD canceled all training officer, all training for officers on Thursday ordered the entire force to be in uniform and on patrol. The officials at the police department said that they'll have additional security at large gatherings, cultural sites, and houses of worship. All personnel have to report in Los Angeles in uniform as well. So things are, are getting very ugly in a lot of these major cities. Apparently, none of the online threats are specific and credible at this point. But out of an abundance of caution, again, there are schools in New York that are actively shutting down. They're saying there are no credible threats, but I don't know what, what you would expect Jews to believe at this point about a credible threat, considering it was the greatest slaughter of, of Jews since, again, the Holocaust. So a lot of Jews are, uh, are very, very worried today. Some Jewish schools I mentioned in New York have closed. The worries are not empty. The worries are not empty. And the reason that you know that the worries are not empty is because of what is happening here in the United States as well as abroad. So just take a quick example. Apparently, according to Odyssey.com and 1010 Winds, a 19-year-old woman attacked a 24-year-old male Israeli student with a stick outside of Columbia University's main library amid division on campus regarding the Israel-Hamas war. The police responded to a report of the assault in Morningside Heights outside Butler Library at 6.10 p.m. on Wednesday. The attack occurred when the victim confronted the woman after watching her tear down flyers displaying the names and pictures of Israelis kidnapped by Hamas last weekend. The victim, who asked to be referred oh, yeah, to that. anonymously for fear of safety, mm -hmm. included suffered some minor bruises. But apparently what happened is that a group was hanging up posters of the people who are currently being held hostage. And the suspect ripped the posters down. And when they said, why are you doing that? The suspect then... What happens if we just, if we just took all the Jews, we took them out of Israel? 
They just says everybody knows Jews have a lot of money. Why don't we just? They they're good people. They're not savages. Why don't we just? I'd I'd have hey just come over to the United States. We'll give you a section, whatever you want. You can have it. Boom, and leave it all to the Palestinians. Here, there you go. Let them let them all live like however they want to live, dude. Just go. Boom. Why is it so important that we're fighting over this piece of land? It's small. The Gaza Strip's really small, dude. I think it's like 15 miles long. Look up how how big is the Gaza Strip. I think it's like 15 miles long and like five miles wide. So 25 miles long from 6 to 12 kilometers, 3.7 to 7.5 miles well, wide. We do, we do miles, not kilometers. So what was it? 20, what would you say? 25, 25 miles? 25 miles long. So I said 15, 25 miles long. And we're fighting over this, this strip. And so type in who lives in the Gaza Strip. Most people, most people in the Gaza Strip are descendants of refugees who fled or were expelled from the area that became Israel after the 1948 Arab-Israeli War. So it's Palestinians. Yeah, Palestinians. Yeah, Palestinians. Are the Gaza Strip. yeah. and so they're the ones firing rockets towards Israelis, right? Mm-hmm. That's why we. That's called so. How okay? Look up. Look up. Uh, where type in where the Israel? Where do Israel people live? In near the Gaza Strip, I think it's like West Bank or something like that. So okay, so the Gaza Strip is where the Palestinians live. Because I know they fire rockets and they Israel has the Iron Dome, which is crazy, dude. You know what the Iron Dome is? Mm, it's called it's called the Iron Dome and it isn't literally an Iron Dome, but when they fire those rockets, mm-hmm. it's an iron. It's it's a it's an anti missile defense system that shoots missiles. Mm-hmm. When the missiles shot towards them, they shoot missiles towards it to shoot the missiles down. Mm. It's called the Iron Dome. And when they attacked, I think they shot like 50,000 missiles. Actually, you got to look that one up, too. Let me see if my iPad's on. I probably shut it off. Oh, no, it's on. Uh, here we go. I think it was like they said 50. Al Jazeera. Let me see. Let's see. Dang, dang. bites. Jesus. You getting bit? Yeah. Everybody gets. There are over 5 million Palestinians combined and living in the two territories. We just talked about that, though. So, yeah, no. Okay, 5,000. All right, I said 50. Yeah, it was 5,000 rockets. You, you, you fired 5,000 rockets. I mean, I, I, I have to. I'm trying to look at it as. Like why are we why are we fighting for? And it seems like we're fighting for land. 
sounds to me like they they have their 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 freedom or whatever they need, and it's not like they're in prison. Mm-hmm. Sounds like to me like they hate they hate Israel's, they hate the Jews. They fired five thousand rockets. Like, if Israel can't, if Israel can, and it seems like they will now, they're gonna wipe them off the face of the planet. What would you do? You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like me. It's like my neighbors, right? My, I got Korean neighbors mm-hmm. right here behind me. You know what happened the other day? Mm-hmm. There's a rat fucking climbing climbing on my fucking on on my screen door in my front house. Uh-huh. You want to know why? why? They don't take their trash out. They leave their trash on the side of my house. Shit. Because their trash cans are right there, mm-hmm. and they eat fish and all kinds of nasty shit, dude. Uh. But they don't. They leave their. They don't put it in the trash. They leave their trash hanging out. Oh. And what happens? It attracts rats. Oh god! And we had a rat the other day, and mm-hmm. it pissed me off. We, I've never had rats. My lady's family's been here for over thirty years. We never had rats. Now we got fucking rats because of how hell they are. That isn't because me. My lady got mad at me the other day when I'm take because I don't I don't take out the trash. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes I, I do, but not mm-hmm. all. You know, mostly my lady mm-hmm. takes out the trash mm-hmm. or. Or uh, her mom, whatever, because they're home. I'm always at work. Mm-hmm. And so, I, you know, can you take out the trash? Me? No problem. You know, I try to do my thing. No, that's not how you do it. Worms are going to get inside. It's going to bust open. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And she shows me the proper way to right. fucking, you know, the proper way to wrap a right. trash can. Right. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, I don't think anything of it. You know, and then she cleans the inside of the trash can. And you got to you got to upkeep to keep mm-hmm. away the roaches, the mm-hmm. maggots. Now, mm-hmm. We got rats and her, she's pissed. Like, and I said, mm-hmm. okay, I'll call the city. Like, I'm not gonna go over and start yelling at them. You know, mm-hmm. then it's gonna be fucking. Next thing you know, we're gonna start throwing five thousand rockets at each other. Mm-hmm. It's just like, but stuff. It's stuff. Stuff like that. Living in in Southern California that we have to deal with. Right. You know, if they really wanted to wipe out the Jews from the face of the earth, or the Hamas. They- the Hamas. The Jews can do it. Yeah. I mean, the Jews. The oh. Israelites. Right. Had they not learned their lesson since no, the Holocaust? No, there's people that got hate, dude. People just want to, the rebel rousers want to start shit, dude. But I don't know, man. I, I'll tell you this. Israel has a lot of patience, dude, because they got the best technology. Uh, they have, you know, the U.S. backing them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... If they wanted to, they could fight, wipe them off the face. But look at what they've gone through, dude. Look at the Holocaust, mm-hmm. bro. Yeah, I mean. Like look, I s- imagine going, you get captured, and they fucking throw you in a chamber. They they throw you in a fucking chamber and throw the heat on, and you just fucking cook right there with everybody. Mm-hmm. Or how about the experiments that were going on, dude, with all the weird-ass experiments that they were experimenting on, on the, the children and the mm-hmm. and the the men or the women. They were, they, dude, they tortured and... and even Murder though, the Jews, dude. It was so bad, dude. Even and to the, make it look like the Israel's are, Israelites are bad, dude. Like, are they? Are they? Do they fire five thousand fucking rockets? They're only, they're only doing what they're doing because they, they're fuck. I'd be, dude. They got good patience. I'd be like, fuck that. We're fucking rolling, son. Mm-hmm. We're fucking getting everybody. Let's fucking get them. That's it. But it sucks. There's babies dying, women, children. It sucks. It really sucks. And going back to what Ben said about multiculturalism, sometimes it just doesn't work, dude. There's people out there in, in 
it, it, there's places in the world that haven't even been discovered yet, or maybe have back in the in, in the days, but there's tribes out there that never had human contact. Mm -hmm. There's some that have a handful of contacts. Some mm -hmm. of them have been uh, that have gone to contact them, never been seen again. Cannibalism, all kinds mm -hmm. of shit goes on. But there's people out there that live out in the in the forest amongst themselves. They don't they don't know what a TV is, dude. Mm -hmm. They don't know what a fucking lighter looks like or what it does. Mm -hmm. And when you try to bring these people into civilization, it's just it's just it's they're not ready. It's just it's just the way it is, dude. Mm -hmm. You know, I've already yelled at my the, my neighbor already for you know just. You know, and I feel bad that I did, you know, moving my trash cans on trash day. I'm like, dude, my trash mm -hmm. ain't going to get picked up. Fuck you, dude. I don't want my shit sitting around. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we'll see what happens, man. But it, it could get really bad if U.S. gets involved. Then you got Iran right there. Iran hates the U.S. Uh, you know, it's just it's just a bad and it's just not a big it's not a big area, too. It's just really I'm scared for World War Three, dude. We don't want to go World War Three. But we're in debt. We're in debt. And you know what happens when we go in debt? We go to war. Mm -hmm. War creates revenue. We'll see, man. We'll see. We'll we'll keep we'll keep talking about it. We'll keep updated. You know, it could blow over, but they're rolling in. Mm -hmm. They're rolling in. They're they dude, they demolished that whole fucking place, dude. That place is in fucking rubble, dude. They're in, they're gonna roll in. So if other countries get involved, uh if the U.S. gets involved, man, it's uh, it's something that uh, we need to start praying and uh, it, it could get nasty. We already got fucking high as fuck inflation over here. Next thing you know, you're going to be paying $50 for a loaf of bread, dude. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. Everybody's going to be laid off at work, dude. Only one or two drivers will be driving. That's gonna yeah, be crazy. That's, that's fucking it, man. Anything else? That is it. Let's get out of here. All right, guys. I'm out of here. I'll see you next week. All right. Be good. Peace.